0: are trending. Did you know that? So what are macros? Do they matter? How do I know what to do with them? Uh, Because macros are a bit complicated, we've decided to really break it all down into a three-part series. We'll start with calorie needs in this episode and then talk about what, what macros are and what they do in episode two. And then finally, explain what is involved with macro tracking in episode three. I'm Gina Carvellas, and this is Let's Be Great 1-5, a YMCA
1: of the Rock River Valley podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. And I'm Melissa Burns. Macros can be very confusing, so not just a little, <laughs> but they can be very confusing, and I feel like you hear about them all the time, and, or you may see uh, people have great results from following the, their macros, and sometimes it's just you just don't know where to start or is that really for me? So we're going to go through that today. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. For sure we are. And I think that's what happens It's like, well, that sounds kind of interesting. And then you do a little research you're like, and confusing and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, um, and we started, we thought we would just do one episode on macro tracking. And we realized that um, we really couldn't cover it well in one episode. And, and we, we, you really do have to have a, a baseline understanding of our Things like um, basal metabolic rate, caloric intake needs, and what a calorie deficit is before we can really understand how macro tracking can help us reach our goals.
1: Yeah, it makes more sense if we sort of build from the ground up. So we're going to do just that. Um, Gina, can you just, I guess, to start us off, can you explain to our listeners what basal metabolic rate is? Yeah, I will. And
0: I actually, whenever I do an in-body test, it's almost always one of the first things I point out, or if I'm wrapping things up, I'll point it out um, because we get that number when we do that in body. Um, And I just like to point it out because it illustrates that most of us need to consume more calories than we think we do, especially if we're active. So basal metabolic rate is the number of calories you burn as you perform basic or basal life sustaining function. It's also commonly called resting metabolic rate or RMR. And it basically means it's the calories you burned. If you stayed in in bed all day, it's just what we need Mm -hmm. to sustain life.
1: Yeah. And this in-body test is uh, a cool thing that we have here at our local YMCA that we're able to offer um, or test ourselves whenever we want. (laughs) Sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) um, But You can, you know, determine this number by using a BMR calculator. You can easily find that online. Um, Sometimes, you know, that formula can be complicated. So it's just easier to use an online uh, calculator. So um, so basically, I mean, just go to Google and search, you know, basal uh, metabolic rate calculator and put in your data. Uh, We like the options, you know, that are available. You can find uh, different ones on active.com. Um, slash fitness calculators, because you can determine your BMR and also your daily caloric needs based on your activity level. So it's really important to know what your activity level is too and, and be honest with yourself. Right? (laughs) It's so many times I'm like, wow, I mean, I'd like to work out four to six days a week, but am I really, am I more like one to three days a week, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we'll
0: talk about averages later too, because you do have to factor in averages, both with your exercise and your calorie intake. Um, Sometimes that's easier kind of looking at the overall averages for the week, instead of trying to stick to a daily specific goal, because your needs do change with your activity level. Um, I do love active.com for that reason. They have several different calculators on that calculator page that they have, or that tab that they have. So I went there and used their calculator to determine that my BMR is 1,360 calories based on my current weight, height, and age. That means that that's what I need to consume daily at a minimum just to sit here and do nothing, right? Uh, when you factor in your activity level plus any exercise, additional exercise you do. So your activity level would be if you have a sedentary job and you're at your desk, then you're probably low. Maybe you have a job where you're moving around a lot and it's moderate, and then also we, a lot of us have exercise that we put on top of that. So that number then gets adjusted accordingly um, as far as what your daily caloric needs are. So there's, and going back to when I do in bodies, I always have women say, well, Um, I consume 1200 calories a day. And you just saw what mine is with no activity. It's 1360, I'm 5'7", you know? So Mm -hmm. that's already over what these people are consuming in a day Um, and just kind of illustrates that you definitely need more than that. It's almost always not enough, especially if you're active. Um, so these women are not, not just women, but I feel like 1200 is that number that a lot of women go by and mm-hmm. I've, I've heard them say, you know, and I'm not losing any weight and I don't know why. And I think it's because you're not getting enough calories in your daily intake and your body then knows that. And will we'll hold on to excess fat.
1: Right. Yeah. I've heard that story time and time again. Yep. <laughs> so, eat, more, well, eat more. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, And active.com also has a caloric needs calculator, which takes your BMR and then increases it based on your activity level. Um, Did you do that when you computed your, to figure out what your BMR was, Gina? Yeah,
0: I did. I just did it as an experiment. You know, I kind of have a good idea. I do use my fitness pal sometimes, Um, but Mm -hmm. so I, it's a little bit limiting on that website. So just know that because I think it just has um, like sedentary active and very active. And so I chose active. Um, and that increased my calories needed daily by almost a 1,000, just under a 1,000. Wow. That's a lot. You can yeah. also just perform a, a, a manual calculation just to kind of get a general idea. If you just take your current body weight and multiply it by 15, that gives you a pretty good idea of what you need each day. And then there's formulas that kind of get a little broader ranging based on your activity activity level. And again, mm-hmm. you can find these charts to kind of do these math, math calculations. But if you're minimally active, they consider that to be one to three days per week of exercise. And then you multiply your BMR times 1.375. And it goes up from there to where you're multiplying it by 1.9 if you're, let's say, an athlete who trains twice a day. So it's pretty broad.
1: hmm Wow. That's, I mean, to add a thousand calories on, that's, I know, that is a lot Yeah, to think about. I can well, do it though. I can do it. <laughs> I believe in you, Gina.
0: <laughs> you so, have to make sure they're healthy,
1: healthy calories, right? That's the key. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Don't go get a shake or something that has like a thousand calories yeah. in it. <laughs> so. Well, so now that, you know, you really understand your calorie needs, and I think you, you know, should point out that these can vary day to day, just depending on your exercise for that day. So if it's right. a hit workout, um, you probably don't need more and, or you probably do need more. And then if it's, you know, a yoga or functional movement day, you probably need less. So, right. um, so that's why people carb cycle, which can be an in- tire podcast on yeah. the phone, which we can talk a lot of more about, but, yeah. um, I think, you know, the idea is that you want your weekly average to be close to what you've determined your caloric needs are. So, um, it's not always going to be perfect and to know you're going to have some ups and downs, but just to make sure that you had that average and, yeah. you know, knowing these caloric needs is just super helpful. Um, just gives you a little bit of a guideline and, um, you know, for the next step, which would be to determine a caloric deficit. So if, weight loss is one of your goals. Right. Yeah. And that's important to,
0: you know, not everyone is aiming for a, a calorie deficit. It's, it's only mm-hmm. necessary if one of your goals, one of your wellness goals is to drop some body fat. Um, and then that's when we start talking about how to create a calorie deficit. And again, there's calculators online that you can help you can use to help you determine this. Um, it does get a little sciencey. There's mathematical formulas involved, but you know this is really good stuff, and and science is, is cool. You know it works. So I really I could talk about this kind of thing all day, and and I love it because it does kind of change a little, and so you have to stay on top of it. Um, we have we have some great examples of this in our Healthy Gains Challenge group. We had participants who were very very active people and uh, they tweaked their macros and they started consuming more calories instead of less and they lost significant amounts of body fat again you know it's just science
1: hmm yeah and you know a calorie deficit it's it's definitely it occurs when the number of calories that you've consumed in a day is smaller than right. the number of calories that you've burned um, right. and and knowing that like I had mentioned this earlier but just you know, what type of workout that you're doing for the day, a lot of times, um, that plays that plays a huge role to start off your day. If you're working out in the morning or in the evening, and also what you said this earlier too, what is your job entail? Are you more sedentary yeah. or not? So yeah, it all yeah. comes together.
0: Right, right. And so it helps to know that one pound of body fat contains about 3,500 calories. So if your goal then is to lose one pound of week, which is a good Reasonable goal, you know. You can definitely lose more than that a week. It's not going to be a fun week, uh, and you're going to gain it back after that week <laughs> is over, or shortly thereafter. So, so that's still when you think about that. So, you take 3,500 divided by seven days in the week. That's 500 calories per day that you would be cutting. Um, and if you're shooting for a two pound a week goal, then we're talking about 7,000 calories a week, or a thousand calories a day. That is a, a chunk of calories, right?
1: That's a lot. <laughs> so when, I know. You know, it seems like. I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll take in the extra, but don't make me cut them.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you don't only you don't have to only cut calories. You know, to create that deficit, you can also right. increase how much you're burning with exercise. So again, what type of exercise are you doing? Um, maybe you decide to try to burn an extra 200 calories per day with exercise, um, while also reducing your food calories by 300. So instead of thinking that you have to cut food calories by 500, you yes. know, you can kind of split it up between exercise and diet, so. Yeah,
0: it makes it a little more realistic and attainable. And it's also motivating, like, hey, I don't have to cut all my calories today. If I just go for a half an hour walk, there's a hundred calories, you know, or whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing
0: that you could do too is you could also decrease that daily deficit. So we talked about 500 and a thousand calories. We'll cut that 500 down to 250. You're only mm-hmm. going to lose a half a pound a week, but again, slow and steady is a very healthy way to lose body fat, um, and often just a more attainable goal. So again, we always say this is, um, you know, a marathon and not a sprint. So just remember that, you know, don't don't look to drop 20 pounds this month, but look to drop four pounds, a half a pound a week, and then continue that trend.
1: Yeah. And everybody's body's different, your body might not be ready to let go of that fat that you've stored up, maybe you haven't been eating enough, and it's just holding on, holding on, holding on. And just stay with it. Because, you know, if you're doing it with, it's always good to do, uh, if you are trying to cut weight, you know, to do with uh, a partner or have a good support group too, you know, but I think, um, don't compare yourself to other stories, your story is unique for itself. And it's going to take uh, a little bit and just realize you just st- slow and steady. Like you said, it's not a, you know, it's not yeah. just a quick sprint. So, yeah. Um, But you know, when cutting calories, it's important to be sure that the calories you do consume are nutrient dense. So I had referred to uh, adding a thousand calories on a Gina's diet. She's going to go to uh, go get an ice cream shake, that right. has, you know, like, cookies and all kinds of stuff on top of it. So obviously not the best choice. Um, So you want to make sure that you have a good balance of, you know, uh, making sure that it's more nutrient has better nutrients in it for you and not not high in fat and all the, we'll talk about that. Down yeah, the
0: road. That's, that's, that's another episode, but yeah, yeah for sure. Um, you know, I mean, a calorie is a calorie, but we, when you're cutting calories, you want to make sure that what you are consuming are really healthy uh, choices. So you want to get your healthy, lean protein sources, lots of filling and nutritious greens and vegetables. Um, they're full of fiber, they're low calories. So that fills you up. So you just want to be thinking about, about that nutrition, really dialing it in. If you're making that calorie, you know, deficit, creating that deficit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And healthy fats are important, you know, as it is, as drinking water to help you feel fuller. I mean, that's always a trick that we use Is you know, before you eat, make sure you drink, um, you know, maybe eight ounces of water or four ounces of water, whatever, uh, whatever you can do, you know? So I think that definitely helps.
0: Yes, I agree. All of the above, um, (laughs) this knowledge of your calorie needs and how to create a calorie deficit. If weight loss is a goal is a great base for, you know, moving our discussion to the topic of macros. And so we're going to do that, um, in part two, which will be coming soon. We're just going to explain what macros are. And then from there, we'll spin it out and talk about macro tracking.
1: Yes. Very exciting. So, well, (laughs) Um, you know, for today, that's a wrap on what we have. And so thanks so much for tuning in and listening to Let's Be Great One Five. If you don't follow us, be sure to like and follow um, to stay up to date on all of our new episodes. And if there's something, again, that you'd love to have us talk about on an upcoming episode, let us know by emailing healthyliving at rockriverynca.org. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you.